your podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King. And man, we got special guests in the building all the way from Singapore, right? Yes. My girl, as Hey. What's going on? Going good, going good. It is morning over here. 9 a.m. I was just about to ask you what time it was over there, too. Yeah. It's 9 a.m. over there right now? Yeah, it's 9 a.m. Halfway across the world. (laughs) So let Mm -hmm. me... So you got so many things going on. Like, you you are multi-talented. You got so many things. You got your hands (laughs) in so many things. It's just amazing. And incredible like how do you how do you balance it all like mm, okay so I am fashion designer um, by trade and right now I'm actually so I run a brand consulting agency um, and I think a lot of it is sectioning off your time for yourself um, to do the uh, the stuff that you love, like for for me, like fashion is full. Well, fashion's my passion, right? Yeah. Um, I'm working on I'm working on projects on the side, and um, it I'm I'm not gonna lie, fashion's a, a really expensive trade. You know, fashion's a really expensive business, um, and it's okay. I I say this because like a lot of people say like, oh, you know, um, if you're an entrepreneur, you got to go all in, you know, quit your nine to five job. And I was like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to go ahead and um, get your nine to five and like work on your hustle. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, if you got like responsibilities and you got, you know, bills to pay, like it's all right to, um, to keep that nine to five and like, focus on that hustle that you love to do but you just got to put in more work you got to make a few sacrifices here and there right right I definitely agree with you on that um you know you you have to balance it out until it all start making sense because I mean you can't just quit your day job you know even though we would want to but you can't just quit your day job until things are in position to you you can compensate that money Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm and I always say, like, until, like, your side hustle um, oversees your expenses, that's right. when you can, like, oh, okay, like, let me check and, like, let me, I can, I feel comfortable with, uh, you know, quitting my job. Because then you're, you're, like, okay, I, I already got this. Like, I already know how to, like, to run this. And then you just keep, you know, you just keep adding on to that. So I, right. for like for me, like I just moved actually to Singapore not long ago. So it's like um, I I actually moved here this year in February. So oh, really? I'm from Houston. Wow. So what what um what made you move to um make that big move like that? Because I mean that that's a big jump. Yeah, it is, and you know um. Actually, my grandma, well, my grandma fell in uh, February and I wanted to come and take care of her. You know, I want to spend more time with her. I actually didn't plan on moving here permanently. And, um, you know, I found a few opportunities here in um, in Singapore. You know, my grandma um, was sick. She wasn't feeling well. So I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm here for a new start. Like, let me just try something new. And plus, like, I mean, I had my own apartment back in Houston. So um, it got flooded during Harvey. So I was just oh. like, you know what? I'm ready for a start. I'm ready for a new start. Like, let's 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 do something new. So I kind of just jumped ship and like, hey, like I'm Singapore. I'm back. What's up? And it's funny because it's like I feel I was born here. Right. And right. I feel like like but I feel like it's. Houston has grew me so much. I feel, 
I feel a little bit more connected to Houston than I am in Singapore. It feels right. weird. Right. <laughs> well, how long were you in Houston before um, before the flood? Oh, um, let's see. I moved there in 2004. 2004. So that's about, what, 14 years? Wow. Yeah, so you were pretty rooted out there. You know, I'm pretty sure you had connections <laughs> and all your people. And, and yeah, that's a... That's a nice little time to be out there and then to just make a huge jump. So is Singapore going to be home or is it just a temporary thing? I think I think it's a temporary thing for like a few years. Um, I'm probably going to be here for another uh, year or two. Just to, you know, take care of uh, my grandma and just really just to see if I can like really grow here. Like I, I think it's a more of a personal test for me. Right. Just uh, stay here and yeah, just kind of just jump ship and like move and like see if I could be, you know, be good, you know? Right. Right. So you established your, um your, you reestablished your company out there in Singapore. You just picked up the company and just started out there. Yeah. So, um, I right now I'm actually uh, working with a creative agency and um, I'm actually partnered into this creative agency. Um, so we manage, we manage fashion brands and right. we manage like uh, lifestyle brands. I think it was just really cool because it's given me a um, insider on like really um, managing and like leveraging like brands and like kind of like guiding them on how to take, you know, the next steps and like what, what to put out. And I, I focus more on the advertising side of things. Right. Advertising, I'd say more like the content creation and like the social media. Right. Right. So that's, that's mm-hmm. cool. So you actually, um, you actually play around with the, with the camera as well. Yes, yes, yes. So I do more, I do more of like the creative direction. But, you know, like, <laughs> I, I guess like I would, I'm like what they call Jack of all trades. <laughs> right, absolutely. But master, master of one, master of one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Master of so, one. I, uh, fashion is like, I, I know how to sew like really, really well. So, <laughs> oh. so look, yeah. I wanted to like um are you mm-hmm. into like the makeup side of it too because i seen that last picture that you um you posted and it had a lot of detail in it you know that that looked like some movie type stuff so are you into that too did you do the makeup on that as well or somebody else done that no i actually did that <laughs> that was a really impromptu shoot that i did for fun and like I think my my friend was just like, hey man, we're gonna do like a horror shoot in like December. I was like, I know you love like Halloween and stuff, and I was just like, oh yeah, like totally, like I'm totally down. Anytime like I could get creative, like for right. my personal, for my personal reasons, I think I'm just like, okay, I'm down, like 100. <laughs> yeah, percent absolutely. Like, like you, um, you have to make time for your own creative projects. Especially when you're working with a creative agency, you're you keep doing like creative stuff for other people, um, right. you know. Especially like you when, when you're managing brands because you know you're doing like uh, editorials, you're doing uh, you know write ups. You're you're creating for them. You've got to, like as a creative, you've got to keep your creative energy. I'd say, and like do some projects for yourself, like outside of work. <clears throat> absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so um now you, you were you were you working with um were you working with an artist um what, what was it like uh, um it was was it a music artist or were you or you just work with artists actors um period mm, so what what do you mean what do you mean by that you like when you did you you say you were at a you was you were at a photo shoot and um you were working with an artist 
but we did, we never did really distinguish what kind of artist it was. Oh, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, so, Andy. You know. Hey, he was actually an MC. He was an oh, MC. Yeah. Oh. So um, it was it was actually a guy. So I was uh, doing his uh, his makeup, and uh, this was this was yesterday actually, and. Um, so yeah, he was he wanted to be Goku. So I went in there and I did up um like all his like contour and I made him like all chiseled out. So that was really fun. Wow. That's pretty dope. So you you made those contacts um you made those contacts while you were out there so or or was that through the agency? Oh no, I mean this was um this was kind of a side thing outside of the agency. Got you, got yeah. you. Yeah, because like with wow. our you know, with our agencies, we do more like the bigger projects, so we do like the whole campaign. Um, this was just like a side kind of side thing for me. Right. Just the the artist, the MC was just a friend of mine. Like, hey, you know, like I got this like gig coming up. Can you help me out? I was like, sure, let's 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 do it. I got you. <laughs> wow. See, that's what I'm saying you know, you're available, you know, and, and, um, man, it's like, so when I need some stuff done, I need to just, I'm gonna have to test, I'm gonna have to test that out when I need some stuff done. I'm about to test that out and see if I can, if I can get you like right on the spot like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, in a few, like at least a week in advance would be good. <laughs> um. Yeah, right. <laughs> A week in advance would be uh would be nice. You but you know what, as you you are really a, a a tough person to get in touch with. Now maybe it's just me. I don't know, but you a mm-hmm. tough person to get in touch with. I, I I gotta I gotta I gotta try to reach out to you through Instagram, WhatsApp, uh, regular texts. But I gotta remember that we on two. We on totally yes. different times. Yes, yes, yes. And I know like whenever, you know, uh you'll be messaging me and it's just like boom 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 and then like I forget to forget to turn off my phone. I'm just like, oh um it's it's the time zone. It's sometimes I'll, I'll I I forget too. And um I'll be messaging I was just like, oh okay, I guess they're not replying. And I was just like, I'm thinking I was like, oh yeah, it's four AM over there. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now, um, now you 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 said you're originally you you were born in Singapore. Yeah, so I was actually born here. So this is this is my home country, right? <laughs> so your mom, so so your parents are actually there. No, um, they're in Houston. <laughs> they in Houston. Yeah, it's just me. It's just me. So. So Grams is out there, right? Yep, Graham Grams out here. You know, you gotta keep her company. So I don't want her to be lonely. Right, right. Now, do you have any? Um, do you have any other siblings? Yeah, I do. I do. He's uh twenty. Uh, he's actually in college right now. Name's Alvin. <laughs> What's up, Alvin? Hey, is he? Is, to this. Houston? Yes, he is in Houston. He goes to University of Houston, U of H. <laughs> Go Cougs. See, you, we need to get we need to get you and Grams on a plane, and you guys need to come on back. Y'all need to come on back. <laughs> so, why is Grams out there in um, Singapore? Is is that like um, where she's? Uh, is that like home for her or she ended up relocating out there? No, it's it's home. I mean, we, uh, she's pretty much, we grew up here for the most part um, until I'd say like, I was here until six, like I was six years old. So I spent a good part of my childhood here, like my early childhood days here. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, she came here during like what the nineteen sixties, nineteen fifties. So it's like you know she's been here a good minute. 
I mean, and she's old right now, so I don't think uh, she's good to go on the plane. Right, right. So now, when you um, when when we're talking about fashion, are we talking about like runway fashion? Or are we talking about clothing fashion? Mm, we're talking about runway fashion. I make art to provoke. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. So, like, so basically, like you're into like the um the fashion week, um more so more so that type of fashion. Absolutely, absolutely, and I love it. Like, <laughs> I can just like I can just sew on days on end. <laughs> I just you know just have my glass of glass of whiskey. Just some good music and just brrr, I have a late night talk. So as as you know, here on Anchor. <laughs> yeah. And that's how the late night so started, actually. <laughs> late night talk so. Like brrr. <laughs> So let me tell you about, about how I started late night talk so. Yeah, I started it okay. in Houston. I actually started in Houston. And um, I was sewing one night, and I was just like, oh, what is this Anchor app? Like, I've been listening to it, like, for a while. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this podcasting thing. And I, the way I had it set out, like, in the beginning, like, Anchor was really, really social. So, like, you can, a.k.a. echo somebody else's um, seb- segment. So you can, like, kind of retweet somebody else's podcast on your own podcast. So you can right. feature content which I think was pretty cool. And then I would like um, get little snippets here and there and like put it, put it together on my, uh, on my podcast. And I would just like ramble about my day whenever I'm sewing. So like in the background, when I'm talking about my day, I'm like just ranting or like, you know, filling in people on like the latest, you could hear the, my, my machine, but in the background, we just, and it had like the jukey machine. So you can hear it running. <laughs> And I like sewing and being on my podcast, you know, taking a sip of my whiskey every now and then. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Wow. That's the late that's night. All, <laughs> how that's oh. how it all began. Yeah, that's how it all began. That's so how then it all when you, when you um when you went from went from that to um did, did you go to school for um for fashion or it was just something that you picked up yeah I mean I so I started sewing when I was 16 and um I actually started with an internship with one of my mentor still today he his name is Danny Wynn Couture and he he's Started from like home beginnings and now he's in like Paris Fashion Week, Milan, like he's he's out there. And um so actually when I was when I was like interning like with him, he trained me like Mr. Miyagi style, just like cut up random pieces of fabric and just be like, so <laughs> and I'd be in that I'd be in that studio like a sweatshop, I remember like Every single time I went there, like, I just did shit that made no sense to me at the time. And, you know, wha- like, just like Mr. Miyagi, like, wax on, wax off, right? Just, yeah. here, iron, iron this, like, fabric, iron this clothes. I'm just like, really? Like, I, I'm, I thought I'm here to, to sew. <laughs> and I remember the first day that he, he put me um, on the sewing machine. I got so excited. I'm just like, oh, my God, I finally passed. Like, I'm here. And I was just like, oh man, this is this is this is great. Um especially like when you create something that's uh, when you take something that's flat and you make it 3D and you make it into art. I think like it's just when you create something is you you just get so much like excitement from seeing the the process of it. It's like, oh my god, it's coming together, you know? I think it's yeah. it's the beauty of like creating things that it's so. It's you um, 
are you are you 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 actually draw the pieces out? Yeah, so um I actually do like the patterning, the sewing, all of it. Like wow. Yeah, but um as I'm I'm making my own my my new collection, like I've learned to like leverage my work. You know, right. um, I made the mistakes in the past in, in the past to like just do everything myself, and wow, like it's it's rough. <laughs> Especially I when guess. I got like a lot of orders, I got a lot of orders from like people out of state, and I'm just like, wait, that where did this influx come from? This is kind of cool, and like it's it's a problem, but it's still a problem nonetheless. I think it's really important for fashion designers to find their sources to basically find the source of where they're going to get the product rather than like buying it from like Joann's or, um, you know, Walmart, like we're used to, or going to like the local fabric store. You got to buy in bulk. You got to buy. Yeah. So like, do you, um, Man, that that that's amazing that you um actually designing stuff from scratch. So like how do you how do you do you go to like a fabric um you know like the, how they have the bigger fabric uh places or whatever like you go and actually hand pick out um the fabric the, you know to feel the texture and and all of that. Yeah, yeah. So um here in Singapore, like I like they don't have like the big manufacturers or anything like that, but I bought the whole roll. Like when I go sh- <laughs> if I like it, I'll go, you know, shop and like I'll put it together and I'll like, you know, I'll look at it and then um if I if I like this particular fabric, I'm gonna get the whole roll. Right. Yeah. I think it's better to do that too, and plus they'll gi- uh, they'll give you a discount. I'm I'm wow. bargain I'm bargain queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another so, thing though, another thing though is like when you buy bolt remnants or like basically the, the part where like they can't really use anymore, they give it to you for free. So like if somebody out there is like trying to uh, start like fashion or like they're just trying to trying to start sewing and doing some small projects, like get the bolt remnants get creative with it they'll give it to you for free and usually it's like a good sizable amount like it's like two yards three yards of fabric you can make like a lot with two to three yards wow yeah you know that's um so like do you um mostly so you pretty much can um sew anything like when, when how do you like how do you get the vision on what you actually want to design? Like, I mean, I'm just sitting there trying to, you know, envision it all. How do you come up with the concepts? Like, Mm, so, I mean, it depends. Like for me, for me, like right now, whenever, whenever I'm doing, whenever I'm doing like small projects on the side, like I want to design for me. So I'm just like, what would I want to wear? Right. But when I'm designing for a collection, when I'm thinking about like a collection as a whole, um, I think of the story behind it. Like, what is it? What is the message that I'm trying to convey through these designs? And um, my last collection was called Dissociate. So it's like dissociating from reality. Right. And what I did was um, the Rosach Inkblots. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. So basically, it's one of the ink blots. You know, they they uh, they fold it in half and they dye some random like blotches on it, and they ask you like, "What do you see?" And based on that, they're like, "Oh, okay, like you're crazy, or like you know, you have men- you have like dissociative disorder. Uh, you're you know, like they they have that like weird weird patterns on the back of it, right? And it's symmetrical." And that's called the Rosach Inkblot Test. And um, I made the pieces actually from, like, um, it's, it's silk, 
and um, as well as um, the material that they use inside of insane asylums, which is uh, waffle, as a wa- it's like a waffle weave. And wow. like they, yeah, they use it for straight jackets. So it had a, like it had a really kind of a minimalistic, uh, dark vibe to it, and it was all the whole collection was black and white, with uh, ra- with gradients of gray. And, wow. um, yeah, so like it was really, it went really, really well. And I think that was like one of the first like big collection that I did. Like I've done like many collections in the past. This one was like the one that I really, really pushed out. And yeah, so I, I think the, the big thing of it is like, what is the message that you're trying to convey through your designs? Right. And just using that, just using that to, you know, use that as inspiration. So you're, if you're doing something like, let's say, for example, you want to do a collection on Dallas, right? <laughs> or like Texas. You look at all of, you know, the colors of Texas, the textures, like um, maybe a blue bonnet. You maybe want to add a little a touch of blue into um, the pieces, for example, right? Um, you look at the textures, like what does, what do you think of when you think of Texas? Like maybe denim, um, is it leather? Like what is it that you wanna, what's the story behind it? And I think every every good, every collection begins with the story. Right. Yeah. That's just amazing. I'm just, um, you know, I'm just trying to sit here and envision. So what, let's just say like you designed something really, really dope. Um, what's the next process as far as getting it out? Yeah, so um, my next step is would be to get the editorial together. So, you know, sh- get the shoot done. It's like photographers, makeup artists, models, the best of the best cream of the crop and really translating it into into the story into real life right otherwise clothes would just be clothes but whenever you get it in front of a camera that's where the magic happens I think this is my favorite part putting together you know the photo shoot and like um, doing the directing it's like that so that's my job at the uh, creative agency like okay you're here you're here let's get it done <laughs> Right. Wow. So, um, so you go through the whole phase of um, do you do like auditions as far as for like um, picking out models to be able to um, model your um, your fashion or how does that work? Yeah. So, I mean, um, I would just go through Instagram. <laughs> Thank goodness for the interweb, right? <laughs> for social media. And I'll just hashtag models SG or model HTX. Usually, you know, I'll like I'll have my you know call like my go to if I'm in Houston. Like I have my go to girls and guys if I'm in Houston. But uh, in here in Singapore, I'm just like okay, I'm just gonna hashtag models SG or Singapore models and find the best one that I can. Well, a lot of a lot of the models here, I'm not gonna lie. They're more of like cutesy kind of like style. And I'm just like, oh, okay, that's cute. That's not the look I'm looking for. Like I'm very like raw. Like I want something. I want something different. Like when I'm looking for models, like it's not about, you know, are you cute? Are you like petite and like small? It's just like, do you have character? Do you have that like finesse, you know, in front of that camera? Wow. Yeah. So, so like is that like an all day process? Um how how many um do you normally pick? Like how many do I normally pick for like for that? Yeah. Well, um depends on how many girls I need for the shoot. Um a lot of times a lot of times like um I'll just I'll just probably need like one or two 
But if it's like a big shoot where I want like, you know, a lot of participants, so to speak, then I like the most I've had was like five. Yeah, five and shoot. And then like it's a it's a really it's a really grueling process because uh whenever you're like you're booking these models, there's like you gotta like make sure everybody's like schedule, you know, aligns. And like it's a whole day shoot and you nobody can be late. They're like, okay, get there on time, you're getting paid for this, don't mess up. <laughs> how do you determine like um how do you determine like what's What's actually going to be um, like? How, how is that determined on what scale? Mm. I, what what do you what do you mean by that? Like as far as like um, models that's being paid for actually for actually the gig, like how how is salary um, paid? Like is is it is it more of a freelance type thing or, or independent contractor type thing? Yeah, or... yeah, it's a freelance type of thing. So, I mean, it's per project, right? Like, right. you know, I might need them for like this project and then I might not need them for another, like for another project. Right. Yeah. But there, yeah, are, makes- there are, when I'm in Houston, there are like a group of models that I work with, like my go-to girls. Because they're my friends, and I'm just like, yo, they're really, really good. And I feel like, you know, I really want to support them. It'd be like that, you know, when I see talent, it, and when I see talent, like, I, I work, like, I, I'm loyal. Like, this is, this is, yes, girl, yeah, like, you're doing your thing. Like, I love it. <laughs> right. How's the um how's the culture out there in uh Singapore? So, how the people? I like it. I like it. It's very diverse. I'll I'll tell you that. It's very diverse. So you'll see like, you know, of course, like Chinese people, you'll see um Malaysians, Indians, you know, you'll see like black people, you'll see white people, like you'll see everything over there. And it's just like it's I, I feel like it's it's like Houston, but it's not. People are more I, the culture wise. It's a little bit more conservative here, actually. Um, they're a little bit more afraid to try new things. They like to. They have this kind of like blend in culture, where they try not to stand out too much. Um, right. Yeah, but. All in all, it's it's. I like it. It's nice. It's just a little bit and quiet for my taste. <laughs> Alcohol is expensive here. <laughs> how much is it? Oh man! Like when I tell you, beer is like twelve bucks. Beer is like what? twelve bucks. Like for like one bottle. Are you, know? you serious? Yeah, like when you're at the bar, like it's like twelve bucks or like fifteen. Some of, sometimes it's even twenty. I'm just like, oh man, like really? Yeah. <laughs> just one, that's one drink for me for the night. That's it. <laughs> just, I mean, like I mean, I don't mind spending. I'm just like, man, can I get? Can you? Can I find somewhere cheaper? But I mean, there are like a few places. Um, there's this one bar that. From 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., um, it's a $3 pint. So I'm just like, wow. It, and it got to be midday, too. I was like, okay, that's my midday drinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, like, that's a big, um, that's a big adjustment, Asy. Yeah. From coming from, I already know how it is. And, and you know, in H-Town, you know, it's just a different type of vibe, you know? Yeah, you know about the H-Town vibe? <laughs> of course, I got Okay. Have you been there? Of course. I'm always there. Nice, nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I like, like, a couple times where they had, like, the All-Star um, weekend there and all of that, man. Like, we, we, you know, we always try to go, you know? Mm-hmm. 
It's like what a three hour drive, right? Yeah, yeah, it ain't bad at all. Yep. It ain't bad. It's like right around the corner, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, what I, I wanted to. So how often do you um do you come home? So I come. I try to come home whenever I can. Um, I came back in August. Um, this this month has been a little busy for me, but uh, I'm trying to look back. I'm trying to look at uh, coming back home for my birthday month. So about to turn it up <laughs> on my birthday month, which is which is March. I'm a March baby. March third, three three. Awesome. <laughs> Is that uh we might have to look at that and see when uh when it is. I might have to <clears throat> make a trip down there. Hey, hey. Yep, I'll be in Houston. So about to turn up. <laughs> that'll be that'll be dope. So um as far as like um as far as like with the agency, um how 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 does that work? That do you get like monthly gigs or how does that work? being with the agency so um i get so i get i look for clients um we do we do some we do some retainers which is like um, we manage their whole account so we do the um, content curation we post it for them um and those usually though they pay monthly for that and then we have some projects which is like we'll do like product packaging, um, editorial shoots, web design, um, graphics for, like, UI, you know, app app graphics. Um, right. Yeah, so we'll do, like, we'll do a lot more of, like, product development and, like, the branding aspect of it. Got you. Mm-hmm. Let's... Um... Let's take a little break and let's go into a couple of these emails I got in for you, if you don't mind, ma'am. Okay, cool. All right, let me, um, let's see here. I got a, I got a Lauren, a Lauren from Houston, Texas, and she wanted to know, um, it does anybody else in your family, are they into fashion? Are they fashion designers as well? So, my grandma is actually, um, she used to be the prime minister's tailor. So, like, it's perfect that I'm here with her. Because she's showing me some tips, too, on how to do some pattern making. And, like, you know, it's that, like, traditional, traditional, like, old school, like, tailoring, which is, like, really, really cool. Right. Yeah. So, so she's over hand sewing okay let's see we got i got an april from wait a minute how do you i got an april from um turkey oh okay yeah her name is april lynn and she wanted to know um what's the um what's the 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 going what what's the going rate on um and how can she purchase some of your um pieces ah okay um so actually i don't have anything up on my website right now um but like if you just dm me uh on my on my instagram if you like something i'll i'll tell you the price of it or you can go, go to www.cheerinc.org and just drop me an email. Just pick something that you like, drop me an email. I have, like, the photos on there, but I don't have any product on there. I actually took them down because I was doing some rework. We <laughs> rework on on the structure of my website. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but they run... See. They run about they run about uh like two hundred to five hundred per piece. That ain't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. I got a I got a Val 
I got a Val from New York, and she she wanted to know. She wanted she wanted to know um, who's the most famous person um, you've actually designed something for. Hmm. Did I lose you? Hello? Azzy. Hey, did I lose you? Hello, Azzy. Hello, uh, guys, I think we're experiencing some technical difficulties here. Um, y'all bear with me. Hello. Hello? Hey, what happened? Hello? Hey, am I back? Yeah, we're back. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think we got a little bit uh, disconnected. Okay, oh, you know what I said with the with Fledge Fist and uh, she bought one of my pieces in Houston? No, I, we, we, we missed that whole thing. Oh, okay, okay. So I was working, so basically one of its like philanthropists, like she's really like big onto like women's entrepreneurship and um, I actually made her a dress for a gala. I, she rented one of my dress for a gala and um so I was just like, okay, like, I, you know, I got you, like, I'll style you. And then um, after the show, like, she just bought it. <laughs> like, she just bought it. She's like, I want this. You're not getting this back. I'm going to buy it from you. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, just go ahead. <laughs> let, me, let me get you, like, let me get you, uh, <laughs> let me get you another one because this is my sample. Because <laughs> it's my sample piece. And she was wow. like, no, no, no. I want to buy it now. And she's like, all right. So that was pretty cool. Yes, indeed, that was cool. So, um, yeah. let's see. Um, let's, let's let's go ahead and take a, a moment to, um, if anybody want to um, get in touch with you or try to get some work done or whatever, um, can you give them your social platforms? Yeah. So you can find me on. Um, Azzy, A-Z-Y dot C-H-Y-R. Or you can find my uh, my fashion page, which is uh, C-H-Y-R-I-N-C. That's Cheer Inc. And you can find me on Instagram. Uh, and Facebook is uh, C-H-Y-R-I-N-C. That's uh, Cheer Inc. And you can find my uh, Facebook page on there, too. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And let's go ahead on and uh, take the time right now to go ahead on and do your shout outs too. Hey. Cool, cool. You can shout out whoever you want to shout out. Hey, sh- shout out. You know, Houston peeps listen to this. <laughs> H-Town represent. <laughs> um, hey, hey. Shout out to all of my creative hustlers listening to this platform, um, listening to the vibe show, just keep doing what you're doing. Like sometimes as an artist where I feel like we are our worst critic and we feel like whenever we put out art, it's just like, uh, it's whatever. Don't make art for other people. I think this is really, really important. When you're creating art, don't create art for other people. And you have to learn how to not give a fuck about what other people think. It's so right. much feel it's great art. Like, create for you, you know? And I think a lot of times artists, like, they want to create to to sell and they create to, like, to, you know, to get other people. Which is great, you know, which is good. But you got to know your own quality. Like, you got to know yourself. And, like, when you believe in your product as much as, like, like, as is, you know, you put your life on everything, like, for your, 
for your for your art, like people are gonna see that. And regardless of you know what the haters might say, there there are people when you put your soul into your into your work, like people will see that. And that's that's art. Art is basically the language. It can't be like it can't com- be communicated through words as perfectly whenever you put your soul into it. And I think that's like the beauty of it. That's why like music can make you feel a certain way. That's why a painting, a picture can make you feel so much wow. without a single word. Well, you pretty much summed up. I was going to ask you to um, drop some jewels on the inspiring um, artists and, and you pretty much covered that. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah. Like, I, I love artists, man. Like, and especially, like, if you got, like, somebody who's an artist friend, like, support them. Like, by all means, just, like, you know, if you like their work, go for it. But I think, I think also some, some, like, technical feedback is good. Like, with, if you're, like, critiquing an artist, like, don't critique, like, oh, your work sucks. Like, just get more specific about, like, how it can be improved. Because artists are really sensitive. Like, we're sensitive, you know, we're passionate about our art, Right. And we put it out, when we put it out to the world to see, it's like, it, we become vulnerable. And, but vulnerability is, like, the beauty of, of it all. Because you know it's, like, authentic when, right. when you become vulnerable. It comes right, to I definitely. Right? I say when you're an artist or you have an artist friend, you think, like, you can help them out by like, giving a little bit of feedback. Get more technical into the feedback, like, Hey, you know, um, I think you could be a little bit more on beat with with you know the the track or like maybe um, a few technicalities right. here and there, right? I think it's about like getting specific on your on your feedback, and 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 we'll appreciate it. We'll be like, oh, thanks. Like it gives us like a different perspective. Perspective. You know what I want to ask you? Why, why do you think that? Uh, I just want to get your perspective on it. Why do you why do you think that getting support mm. from ground level is so hard these days? I think a lot of it is one, there's a lot of noise on the internet, you know. There's a lot of people trying to do everything and there's like the power of social media. Um everybody, you know, everybody's posting. But I think what you got to do is, like, first start off with your friends and, you know, having just having them to, like, you know, support you and, like, maybe share some posts. And I think, I think, like, once, once you get that rolling, once you get really crystal clear on the message that you want to put out into the world, which is, which is part of branding, I think whatever content that you put out has kind of relay this message and when people start to see it they can relate to it and that's how you I I think that's how um to really grow your following to really grow your your support because when people find like a culture that they relate to they do everything like support you because they believe in the same thing you do it's not about the product. It's not about, you know, it's about, it's not about the services that we provide, not about the products, not about the dresses, but it's the culture that you believe in, that you want to bring in, that you want to provide for the people. What's the story? What's the message? And for me, it's self-expression. So uh, for Cheer Inc., it's, it's created to be bold. And the tagline is created to be bold. And I think like everybody has, something different about them and you know most of the times we're like told to fit in and there's so much culture so much beauty in this world that people are afraid of and it's my job to like to show people that hey we're different and it's okay and it's beautiful absolutely absolutely you know I, i um I want you to um, just take a moment to just uh, before we get out of here to um, say a few words to to your fans, 
and all of the people that um, support you. Yeah. So like, man, I love my friend and my fans to death. Like, they they support me all the way from Houston to Singapore. They've been on my journey. And shout out to everybody who's listening to the podcast, listening to, you know, all all of uh, my my content, watching watch me. It's like I see you. You know, I see every single one of my fans and I love you guys. Keep hustling, keep doing what you're doing, never give up. And find the time to love yourself. Find the time to create the art that you want to create. Wow. Asley, I just want to just, um, I want to thank you for me and the Vibe team. I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to just come and chop it up. Drop thank all you. of these jewels that you dropped to all of, all of the fashion people out there, man, and just to give them that inspiration and that push. I just really, really, really appreciate it, and I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. You know, you're gonna have pleasure. to design me something now. I, I need a I need a custom uh I need a, a custom jacket vibe show pod a vibe show podcast jacket. You know what? I'm thinking something yeah. snazzy. It's like I need that. Yeah. I need that. Yes. Black and white. Yes, yes. Black and white. Like white black lapel. The white trim on the outside. Yes, I, yes. Like I would. I mean, I, I need that. I would absolutely love that. I would treasure that. So we gotta, we gotta, gotta get that, get that <laughs> in the works sometime, man. You gotta come back on now. Yeah, I'm coming in. I'm coming back in uh, in Houston for a, for a month, so I might make okay. a trip up to well, Dallas. When you come down. When, when, come to the age we definitely uh we're gonna come out there and um we're gonna definitely get together thank you so much again on the show thank you thank you awesome awesome it's the vibe show podcast with your boy kano the don and my special guest azzy in the building we out All right, bye.